Hello, this is Jen with Bright Families Nutrition. Today I'm answering a question from an old friend who had her 10th child in March. So here's her question. Over the years, I've added and subtracted from a daily, ideally, regimen of vitamins and supplements to the point where I now don't remember what I've been taking and when and why. I haven't taken anything since the baby was born in March. Do you have suggestions for basics? Should I even bother with the prenatal multivite or is that unnecessary? My research is out of date. I don't have any recent labs to show iron or thyroid levels, etc. And no red flags, just tired old mom not losing any weight at all. All right, so that's her question. Now, I've known this person since we were teenagers. We went to high school together. And so I know that she knows how to eat mostly real food. She doesn't have a ton of junk food at her house. She doesn't want to spend the money on it. And uh, just she's not really that interested in eating it. She grew up eating real food at her house as a kid. So no huge dietary problems My guess is she's busy, busy mom, just grabbing whatever and snacking like we moms do when we're tired. So let's talk about supplements first. I do think when you're nursing your 10th child and taking care of the other nine, that it's worth taking multivitamin. Your best intentions of eating well are only going to be partially realized with that many relationships and that much logistics in your life. So I like the mega food. I know there's a thorn multivitamin that people like. There's a lot of good brands out there. But I like the mega food because it includes iron and some other uh, aspects that make it easier to digest. And I don't like tablets because they have to be taken with a lot of food in my case or I don't feel well. So I would take a multivitamin just to cover some bases. Or some whole food supplements such as some liver powder, some fish oil capsules, uh, maybe royal jelly, which is a B vitamin supplement, or some kind of fruit and vegetable juice powder that you can stir into water if you can find one that you like the taste of. So some kind of supplement I do think is helpful. Even when you know what the most nutritious foods are, You're probably not sitting down to three leisurely meals of farm fresh eggs, sardines, you know, salad from your garden with nuts and goat cheese and all the wonderful things that you could put in your daily diet to meet your nutrient requirements better. So I also think about fish oil because of just the nursing taking the fish, the the omegas out of the mom, particularly when you've done this 10 times. And I have to think that's part of what makes moms feel kind of brainless when you're nursing a baby. So it's good for your skin. It's good for you overall, for your mood. And so if you don't mind fish oil supplements, that would be a recommendation I would have, particularly for an older mom. Unless you already like to eat fish several times a week or you have cans of sardines or some other way that you're getting that fish oil in your diet. But a lot of people don't care for fish at the level that they would need it. 
And that's another reason why I think a multivitamin is valuable. When you've just had a baby, the baby has taken a lot of iodine from you and also taken a lot of iron. And iodine in particular, we don't tend to restock very well with a typical American diet. If you're not eating tuna or sardines or seaweed regularly, you are going to be behind on your iodine. Um, Unless you love to just cook with iodized salt all the time. But many people end up with some kind of thyroid dysregulation even after three or four kids. And if you've had 10 kids, you've basically rolled the dice 10 times because there's a per-pregnancy risk of your thyroid becoming dysregulated after each delivery. Now, the other aspect of thyroid that tends to come up as people get older is that many people develop some degree of autoimmunity to thyroid and uh, hormones. And, you know, this is more generally termed <clears throat> Hashimoto's, but it's, it's common enough in America and with women who've had many children that I would recommend, and I do recommend to my friends, just cut back on the grains, cut back on the dairy. It's not the most nutritious thing in your diet. Try to eat more meat and fruit and vegetables because it's more nutritious bite per bite. And it seems like so many people develop that autoimmunity as they get older that why not just eat less of those things? And I find that I feel more energetic if I eat less uh, grains and less dairy. Not that I have to eat none of it, but you know, when in doubt, I just choose something else. It's also, of course, more nutritious bite for bite. And in the bigger picture, when you're not going to eat a lot of grains or dairy, you tend to be a little more careful about what you're eating. You take a little more time to cook. There's less munching that happens. So I would tell my friend, take the prenatal, take some kind of fish oil, or get some kind of whole food supplement. If you're not going to take your prenatal, get some kind of whole food supplement, such as liver, uh, dried liver capsules, royal jelly, or some kind of fruit and vegetable juice powder thing, just to kind of fill in some of the gaps. Now, I am pretty sure this friend of mine is good at absorbing iron because she never really comes out anemic, as far as I've ever heard during her pregnancies. And she's not careful to eat meat at every meal. So she must be a good absorber of iron. And if someone is taking liver powder, I tell them to take, like, let it take a week off between bottles, take a couple weeks off between bottles. Just you don't want to overload yourself. Um, Or I've had that experience over time where I wonder if I've kind of crossed into having more iron than I need. Now, of course she's tired. And when you're tired, it's really hard to lose weight. For one thing, you fatigue will dysregulate your appetite, so you won't want the very best things to eat. It's really, really hard to assess how hungry you are and when you are full when you are eating as a tired person. So... My general advice to busy moms is to sit down and have a cup of tea while everyone else starts dinner and get a few minutes to 
recharge, or if you can lay down for a few minutes before dinner, I find that that really helps to make my appetite more clear. If I'm just eating when I'm already quite tired and my whole body's in a little bit of discomfort from being so tired, it's very hard to assess when I'm full. And I might go for that second plate just kind of automatically where I wasn't really hungry for it. It's not making me feel better, but you're just kind of eating like a, like a machine. So what, to whatever extent she's able to sit down and enjoy a meal in relative peace or a cup of tea, anything that can help her get little moments of rest throughout the day that will help her tune into her hunger and fullness cues better. And also, of course, sitting down for a cup of tea is hydrating, and that's a big challenge when you're a nursing mom, particularly, in my opinion, an older nursing mom. It has seemed to me and to other moms that I've talked to that Staying hydrated while nursing a crawling baby is more challenging in your late 30s and 40s, just perhaps because your body's not quite so great at regulating that fluid balance. Even though my habits are better in terms of drinking water than when I was younger, I still ended up feeling surprisingly thirsty so much of the time when I was nursing my most recent baby. Now, in terms of losing the weight, This is the challenge, of course, that you've got people that need you most of the day, most days. And so you can't just go pound out some really hardcore workout if it means you're going to need to take an hour and a half nap. You know, if you have three kids and they're all in school, maybe you could just organize your day that way. But if you have 10 kids and they're all homeschooled, you've got to pace yourself. And so what tends to work better is to do very small amounts. You won't want to come right next to that threshold where the workout might make you more tired rather than less tired. You want to do just the energizing amount of exercise. Now, I'm sure this lady's on her feet all the time. So something like a walk where she gets to walk around by herself maybe with just the baby in the cool of the morning, that kind of thing is going to be energizing. If she gets to do a little bit of a core workout for 10 or 15 minutes and everyone leaves her alone after lunch, that kind of thing is going to be energizing. When we were in high school, she used to run. She was quite fit. She was much, much more fit than me. So at some point she could get back to that. But you've got to ease into that if you haven't been doing it. Now, she's going to adapt faster than I would to running because she has more of a a history of running, and she's run uh, 5Ks in between some of her children. So that could be a thing to work towards, but if you want to try to hit that sweet spot where you're not paying for it too hard during the rest of the day, you've got to just be judicious about the exercise and kind of slowly build up. I find that what makes the biggest difference for me in terms of how I feel about how I look after I have a baby is the core work and making sure I get a little bit of fresh air and walks and then do things like squats and lunges around the house so that my thigh muscles stay built up. That increases my overall metabolism a little bit, provides me a little bit of that metabolic cushion. And then any kind of general core work 
uh, when I'm laying down, doing some Pilates kind of exercises, or just lifting arm weights, but also um, bending my knees while I do that. So like squats while I do things with my arms. So my core is engaged in this kind of indirect way. And that tends to make me feel like I look good after I have a baby because it slims out my middle. And that's what we're really looking at. Uh, and for, for me, that's where I notice the biggest difference. So also being attentive to your posture and how you're handling your body makes it so much more comfortable when you have to carry a baby around a lot of the day. And when you're sleeping next to a baby at night and just kind of sleeping in slightly weird positions. So those would be my general pieces of advice for her and other busy moms where you only have so much time and so much energy. Any rest you can get, if you can lay down, have a cup of tea where everyone leaves you alone for 10 minutes, every little bit of rest is valuable. If you can get outside in the cool of the morning, get some time where you get to shop by yourself or just with one kid, All of those things are treats, and I know she does those things already. She's very on top of her systems. So I hope this has been helpful in case some of you are also busy moms and you had a baby and you're thinking, what do I do now to kind of get back to normal? Um, You're going to figure out your own system that works well, but getting some amount of rest will correct your appetite Making sure you're hydrated will also tend to correct your appetite. And then over the long term, that's the simplest way to arrive back at your usual weight. Now, one last thing that I found really important nursing my most recent baby in my 30s, late 30s, was that if I did not eat sufficient carbs, not only did I feel dehydrated, but I just dragged. I had no energy to exercise at all. And this was not something that was noticeable when I was younger. But as I've gotten older, my sweet tooth was less. And I found that I needed to carb load every few days to feel good while nursing an active little baby. I think particularly once she could walk. And so for me, that would mean sitting down to a big bowl of fruit or maybe some mango sorbet or raspberry sorbet. And often when moms are trying to lose the baby weight they're trying to only eat healthy food, they're trying to be really disciplined, they will end up under-carbed. And so what I tell people is, remember, when the baby nurses, it just sucks the sugar and other nutrients right out of your blood, and it turns into milk. And so if you are too low-carb, not only will you feel kind of drag, draggy in the short term, But in the long term, you will send your body the message that there are not carbs in your environment, and that can slow down your thyroid because your thyroid is responsive to the amount of insulin that you are releasing, which is, of course, related to how many carbs you're eating and how many calories you're eating overall. So if you are under eating for a a, stretch of time, particularly while you're nursing, and there's that heavy draw from the baby sucking those 500 or more calories out of you each day, then over time it will slow down your thyroid and you just won't feel great. You feel cold, achy, tired, dry skin, dry hair, maybe your hair falls out. Your body just turns everything down several notches 
versus if you just eat sufficient carbs, which might be easiest to just eat a heavy dose of carbs on the days that you're more active or you're really craving the carbs, then your brain gets the message that your thyroid can continue to operate at peak, uh, peak speed or the ideal speed because there are plenty of quick energy calories available in the environment. So the short, short version is don't cut your carbs too hard. Don't try to only eat healthy foods ever because you will probably end up under-caloried and dragging and low energy simply because you're not eating enough for being on your feet, all the thinking that's involved with taking care of a family, and the extra calories for nursing that baby. If you're in doubt about whether you're getting enough nutrients or calories overall, there's a lot of free apps. I'm familiar with chronometer.com, and it's really easy to use and just get a sense of whether you've been overeating, undereating, how much iron you're getting, how much iodine in a typical day of food for you. All right, if you have enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. And we have more resources at brightfamilies.com. Take care.